0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Popping Perfectionism.
1: We love to see you here. We really do, you guys. We just looked up some stats on the podcast and we almost have 10,000 streams. Oh
0: my gosh, what?
1: I know. So awesome. It's just so exciting. In the past week, we've had almost 100 unique listeners, like new listeners, right?
0: 165. Uh, oh, Don't i be cra- so sorry. Yeah, don't want to be crazy about it, but 165.
1: Not not one of you, 165, will be forgotten.
0: Thank yeah, you. but guess how many reviews you guys have left? Seven.
1: You little fart knockers. Guys, please, just just come need, on. Just,
0: we just need like one from each of you. Just one. That'd be 10,000 reviews.
1: I know that that would. That'd be, be amazing. amazing. We're gonna do a little giveaway. We with some. Are. With some crumble stuff and some jazz gear because those are our jobs. <laughs> That's all we've got for you. But good thing they're both awesome jobs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know good thing we don't work at like what like a water bottle company. I know. And or like, like Walmart. Actually, or, or wait, just that'd be sick. Wait, that'd be
1: awesome. I know, I take that back. Dude, no knock groceries on groceries for life. Yeah. I just bought uh, I just bought some stuff because I'm going to Hawaii tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> So I bought some like shorts and a cute shirt. And I was like, okay, Walmart. Oh, Literally? Walmart's been
0: stepping up their game yes, for real.
1: I'll have to show you the shirts. Really cute.
0: For real. Can't wait to see. But them.
1: anyway, keep anyway. sharing with your friends. We love to see more new listeners. We love to see consistent listeners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we would love some reviews. So thank you for coming back. Um, today we are talking about having an event based mentality in romantic relationships. But before we dig into that, we thought it would be fun mm-hmm. since the series is about perfectionism in romantic relationships to give dating tips or relationship tips mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from just two perfectionists with a lot of different life experience. Yes, yes. We are so no by we are no no by m- any
0: up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <what's the> same? <laughs> we, are we are not, not by any, any means. means. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are not by any means experts on love.
1: No, but we have been out here but for a while, yeah, and we've learned a yeah. thing or two. So my first tip is to make the first date short, please. Yes, because then if the date doesn't go well, great. Like it was short, done. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to take up your whole night you can still go home and watch a show and do what you want or hang out with friends, whatever. And then if the date is great, you can like say, Hey, like, would you want to go do this? Like, or I know we said we'd wrap up around this time. Like I'm still down to hang out or you would just be more eager to schedule another date. Leave them wanting more. You guys like, come on, leave them wanting it all. Totally. I saw on Instagram that a fun first date would to wow, would be to, Go grocery shopping, which sounds kind of weird, but, like, if you think about it, you could meet up somewhere, go to the grocery store, get some grocery shopping done, and then you could throw in, like, buying them. Like, you could each pick out a few of your favorite, like, childhood snacks or, like, Cute. road trip, get like, snacks that you like or whatever. Cute. And then just go back and you can eat your snacks and, like, talk or do something. I don't know. And then if the date sucks, you got your grocery shopping done.
0: Ha. And...
1: Then if it was fun, like how awesome, because, you know, you could have fun with that person going grocery shopping. Which honestly is a big tell. Yeah.
0: That's so a big th- There, There are some men that I've dated where I'm like, I would never step foot in a Macy's with that man. <laughs> are you kidding me?
1: It sounds like a disaster. Dude, actually, one of my worst dates in high school happened in a Macy's. I'm actually not surprised. I shamed for letting a bra strap be exposed. What? Yeah, barely. Oh, that boy has issues. We were just sitting there eating Macy's ice cream. And he, like, gestures to my shoulder, like, to pull my shirt. Uh, he's just, like, like eyes big. like What? Um, he couldn't handle hello? it? Yeah. Apparently, it was far too <sighs> sensual. The
0: sexually repressed population of Utah will be the death of me.
1: <laughs> yes. I can't. I can't. Will be the death of love. I can't take <laughs> it. Yeah. Seriously.
0: <laughs> okay. My tip for today, short and simple. If you don't want to go on a date, just say no to going on a date right? A big fear of perfectionism is that you'll lose connection, right? That's a big part of perfectionism. You protect yourself. Not necessarily these tips have to do with perfectionism, but the reason it's been so hard for me before is you don't want to be the bad guy, right? You don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And we all know leading someone on is way meaner than saying no to someone, but it can still be so hard. So tip for me, a nice way to say no to a second date, all right? If you don't want to go on the first date, just say no. But if you got out once, they ask you out again. My favorite line is the connection we have just isn't the kind of connection I'm looking for. (gasps) <gasps> amazing. Amazing. Because then you're not, you know, because, and that's, and that's usually that's what fair. it is. That's usually what it is. There's nothing wrong with the person. It's just not what you're looking for. And that's okay. So that's and my And if tip. they ask
1: you out on the first date, you could just say, thank you so much for asking me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm totally flattered, but I'm not interested. Or how would you do that? How would you say that?
0: Um, well, I've had to do it so many times. She's like, oh, well, <laughs> I think normally kind. I just say
1: like, oh, like, thank you so much. Like I, I know. And I respect you. Like it takes so much courage and bravery mm-hmm. on the guy's end to ask someone out and getting shut down must be like difficult. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, the way I do, cause the way I don't want someone to do it to me is not like sugarcoat it. Right. And be like, I just think that you're just like such a great person and blah, 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 blah. blah. I literally would rather have someone just be like. Thank you so much. Like you said, like, thank you so much for, and you don't have to be this explicit, but like being vulnerable. Like, thank you for having the guts to ask me or however you want to say that. And then just be like, but I'm just not interested. If you ever want to do something as f- like in a group of friends, I'd be down. Yeah. Because then you're letting them know, like, you still want to like be in their life. Like you still want to be friends with them. Just not like, if romantically. You do, then if you do, if you do, Yeah. If you do. If not, then just say no. Mm-hmm. Just say no and get out of there.
1: Mm-hmm. Is what I say. Which is hard to do, but. Yeah. No, it is. It's, it's better than like. Time. like In the long run, I don't know. Sometimes I hear people in relationships are like, like, "Yeah, I mean, we kind of have just been going out for a while, and I think I just can't really say no. Like I can't stop it. I've literally heard this. Oh no, yeah. It's just like, uh, just say no. Like, Like, are you a crazy person? Yeah, and and like I'm afraid of letting people down too, or making them Mm -hmm. feel rejected or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be. So it's hard, but it's better than exhausting yourself pretending that.
0: And yeah, it. flipping it around, you would never want to go on consecutive dates with someone who d- wasn't wanting to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So like the person that you're s- like they deserve to be going out with someone who wants to be going out with them, and vice versa. Yes, so, yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I just now, sorry guys. Ever since I started singing takeaways in that tune, that's all I can sing now. It's amazing. It's just that. That's a lot of die. It's it kind
1: of reminds me of um. Draft pick sound, yeah, ESPN. from ESPN, the Sports Center yeah. notification.
0: Yeah, we're into sports. <laughs> we're multifaceted women. I work
1: in the NBA. Just kidding. I really don't she know does. anything about basketball. She does work in the It's NBA kind though. of funny. I went to the gym with Eli the other day. We went to Vasa. We were just like playing basketball, and I didn't realize that you can't really like jump on a free throw. Oh, but like because <laughs> I really don't know basketball that well. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy watching it, whatever. I just don't know like the technical rules behind the sport and you like okay you can't do this you can't dribble like that like you have to do it like this i was like wow i really don't they should screen people at, at the jazz with interview questions like <laughs> i mean i guess it doesn't apply to my job literally at all but it was really funny That's other awesome. thing um i saw a girlfriend at the vasa gym it's the one by uh the mall mm-hmm. anyway we were just talking about vasa in general and i was like yeah i kn- never set foot in here and I am quickly realizing why. She's like, Yeah, it's basically a modeling show. All Ew. The time. and she said, like if I'm having a bad hair day, I don't want to come to the gym. Ew or like I have feel like I have to get ready for the gym. I have to come looking cute. Ew. And if Ew. I don't look good that day, like I gotta go later when I know no one's there.
0: Like Bro. she was schedule, and
1: I was like, Oh that's really sad.
0: That's horrible. Guys that's why we go to Planet Fitness here. Yeah. Not
1: the VASA and if you do, like, you can go to Vasa. It was just sad, like... That's really sad. And it kind of... Spe- we're going to talk a little bit about comparison today, but I feel like that was a really perfectionist thing that, like, we all have to go to the gym, which is a vulnerable place to be anyway because yeah. people are very, like, sensitive around their you're fitness. You're literally
0: there to get better at something that you're not
1: Yeah, to you're improve at. in You'd some way. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, you have to look like a model. Ew. So any girl that I saw that I, like, liked her shirt or liked her pants or her shoes or... Anyone, I was just like, hey, you look so cute. Like, I love oh, that. Good for and you. they were just like, oh, thank you. Like, you it just was just, just so everyone needs that. <laughs> everyone needs that. Freaking Vasa. I know.
0: Vasa and the sexual repression of Utah is going to kill love <laughs> Both for <of> good. <laughs>
1: And event-based mentality. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And just going off of fitness, like one example of an event-based mindset is I will love my body when it looks like this. Yep. Like I will love my body more when I don't have cellulite or when I have abs or when my butt is bigger or whatever it looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then in relationships, Anna and I created this full list of events that might happen. So the first is like, Okay, I'll be happy when I get into a relationship mm-hmm. or when that relationship is healthy, you know, which maybe
0: hopefully you're always aiming for relationships that are healthy right that should be a priority, but that should be a priority yeah,
1: yeah yeah and and then like digging into that more like what does healthy even look like because then it's like, okay, I'll be happy when they can read my mind, but that's mm-hmm. not realistic and will never happen yep so. There's one. Another one is like, I'll be happy when we're in love or when someone else is in love with me back. That's a big finally.
0: one. Yeah. That's a big one. Or even just someone's in love with you general, like mm-hmm. in, in general.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you're in that relationship, it, it never ends. Okay. So you, I'll be happy when I get in the relationship. Okay. You're there. Now it's like, I'll be happy when we're like that travel couple or when we, do this and this like someone else does or when we get engaged and i have that two plus carat diamond or Ah. i'll be happy when we're finally married or when we have the dream house or when we have the dream jobs and the kids and the life and the clothes and the money like Mm -hmm. it never stops Mm -hmm. it never 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 stops and this is huge for perfectionism because perfectionism is very much obsessed with being the best thing and constantly improving yourself and like being having the most glamorous Life, especially in terms of like appearance.
0: Yeah. And a big part of it also, a lot of these um, go along with someone liking you, right? We talk about people pleasing all the time on this podcast. That's a huge, huge part of it. And it's not even just I'll be happy when, it's I'll be lovable when, mm-hmm. right? Like I'll be someone that someone else could love when I have the body I want. I'll be someone someone else could love when I have the dream job I want. Or like we're, we're just adding all of these, you know, whether they're lines to a resume or we're, sculpting what we look like right and we we just think that that once we get to a certain point that that's when someone else can love us and accept us as we are which is funny because we think we want to be accepted as we are but in our brains are like well i want to be accepted as i will be when right. i have x y and z right mm-hmm. because we we don't accept ourselves as we are and that's really the root of the problem mm-hmm. right um and so yeah so it's and it's not even and it doesn't have to be like lovable it can be i'll, I'll be good enough when Right? Like, I'll be worthy of X, Y, and Z when... Like, there's all of these blanks that we fill in, and they all go back to us being happy with ourselves, but, I mean, all of us have these thoughts going through our heads all day long, where, where you know, I'll be blank when blank.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just inhaled and choked on my spit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and now I can't even remember what I was going to say. Well, I like
0: oh. what you said before, where you said that we uh, glamorize these, these things, right? Mm-hmm. And we... Listen, social media is the dead horse that just keeps getting beat over and over again. We've been talking about it for decades, right? How harmful it is, how it, like, showcases all things. That's because it's true, right? It does. And social media can be good, but it's also very harmful. Um, And social media is harmful because it does do that, right? It does glamorize these parts of people's lives that are you know not always glamorous I was so I'm flying out on Tuesday of this week to go to Virginia to watch my sister-in-law give birth wild so I'm going to like gonna be in the delivery room And my brother just made a joke where he was like, you know, Anna, you've seen all your friends post all the post birth pictures when they all have their makeup on and the photographers in there, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, when you see the real thing, you're going to lose your mind. He was like, the (laughs) baby is (laughs) ugly. The wife is stressed. Like, I'm sweating. Like, he's like, it is not pretty. Is yeah. how he called it. He's like, it is messy, it is not pretty, and it looks nothing like the pictures you see online. Like you are gonna be shocked. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's very similar to that, to that, where we would see if we were to be, able be hmm.
1: you got if this. We were to be oh.
0: able to see um, behind the curtain of everyone's lives, right? It would be like that. It would just be messy, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay that it's messy behind all of our curtains. What's not okay is when we let socially prescribed perfectionism. Let us cherry pick the perfect parts of other people's lives and think that that's attainable for us in every area of our life.
1: Right. And leave it to social media to glamorize anything, including childbirth. Yeah, honestly, like that is probably the least glamorous thing. But mm-hmm. people like can glamorize it through that channel because you literally can just choose what parts of it you're displaying right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think something that's so interesting is happiness like can't really exist without like simultaneous sadness at the same time like they kind of yeah they you have to have both but perfectionism just robs happiness because there's no room to be happy with where you are because there's always especially with social media you can always be somewhere else with someone else Mm -hmm. doing something else yes yes Yes, you could always look better or be with I think especially in romantic relationships too when you get in them. It's like, oh, well, there's always like someone hotter. There's always someone. Yes, there's always like a better house. There's always a prettier place to live. There's always a better job. There's like whatever, you know, and I think just like Anna said, we can pick and choose parts of people's lives like I pick I think about a lot of people I look up to and One of them is my former boss, who's just, like, so intelligent, so involved um, in his job, so influential. Like, people just love and respect and admire him. And he also has, like, seven children, a very busy life. He's involved not just he's involved in his work, but then outside of that in the community, Mm -hmm. in his kids' lives, in his church calling. Like, there's so much going on. So you can't just, like, pick the parts that look pretty and be like, ooh, my life should look like that. Yeah. Because then when you dig and get to know more, it's like, ooh, but yes, you can have that, but it'll also look like this. It comes with the mess. It comes with that. You can't just have the sparkly, shiny side Yeah. Of it. You can't just have that. And with comparison and perfectionism is that someone else, and actually said this, but someone else shining brighter must mean that you are dull. Mm-hmm. And perfectionism doesn't really let other people totally celebrate where they're at without also jabbing you with like, Oh yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. They're that. And you're not. And you that's know?
0: because perfectionism blurs or completely leaves out the messy parts of them. And Alicia and I were talking as we were outlining today's episode. Um, and she asked the really important question. She's like, why do we compare as perfectionists? Why do, why do we do that? And it's because again, perfectionism takes all of the pieces of someone's life that look perfect. And because they attained it, it makes you think I should be able to attain that Mm -hmm. when, and and Alicia pointed this out when, yeah, maybe they, maybe they attained a perfect relationship with their in-laws or not even perfect an awesome relationship. That's great. But what they have that you don't, you also have things that they don't. So yeah, they have a great relationship with their, their in-laws, but maybe they're not good at uh, communicating with their significant other. But well, you maybe don't, their
1: finances are, or their finances aren't or good. Or yeah. Uh,
0: the, the job's not going well. They, maybe they can't have kids, whatever it is, but your perfectionism doesn't care about that. All that perfectionism cares about is that, that, that perfect part of their life exists. So that perfect part should also exist in your life. Mm-hmm. And then you move on to the next person. Oh, they've got a dream body. You should also have that dream body. You move on to the next person. Oh, they do have good communication skills with their significant other. You should have that too. And it just makes you believe that all of these things, that all these other people have attained you should have attained or will attain all Mm -hmm. of them.
1: Yeah. It's just creating a Pinterest board of what your life and what happiness should Mm -hmm. look like. And you think everyone else is attaining it, but you're not. And no one else is. Yeah. We all think that the other person is. Yeah.
0: And especially, especially with Instagram now, like with reels, you can literally make a montage of how perfect your life is. Yeah. Like it's not even <laughs> just like oh like a pinch like you literally can watch like a thirty second film about someone's <laughs> life, about how perfect it shows all perfect <laughs> moments. And you don't know how many times they had to retake those clips. Like you don't know how totally. staged it was or not. Even was. the reels
1: we post, like the some of the dancing ones, y'all like we have we <sighs> have had so many laughs and frustrating situations oh where gosh. it's like i can't get this i hate the way this looks blah, blah, like blah. tears have been shed you guys like actual <laughs> tears have been shed trying to do those stupid tiktok dances it's so funny and yeah. the thing is like who cares like yeah. literally who cares so what's interesting to me is why does perfectionism make it so hard to be just like happy mm-hmm. and practicing being present instead of chasing something else and Something that I I was listening to, a podcast I think Indie Blue guested was, okay. it, was a guest on there. Yeah, and she talked about how she stopped like tying focusing on emotions of how she's like feeling in that day. Like, oh, I feel really sad because blah blah blah. It's just like, oh, I feel this way, and feelings just like come and go and change. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean like if I'm falling sad that feeling sad that must mean I'm falling short somewhere. Okay. Or yeah. if I'm like happy, that means oh great, like everything's perfect, like just detaching an emotion from like success in your life or where you're at or in your like life. your identity or your identity. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. feelings just come and you go and they aren't necessarily tied to like success or a measure of success in your life. Mm-hmm. And so I think a good way to combat this event based mentality is, is being present in the moment and choosing to be happy with where you're at right now. And the like phrase happiness is a choice is kind of it can be kind of like polarizing, I guess. But when I say happiness is a choice, I mean like long term consistent happiness, because I don't think you can choose short term happiness because of things like mental health Mm -hmm. or an event like death or like divorce or a breakup or whatever it might be. Like you can't choose to be happy like within a day, maybe. Yeah, But long-term happiness, I do think, is a choice and it requires a lot of self-discipline in being present. And one way to do that is focus on what you're learning through your experiences. Mm -hmm. Anna said this in our uh, second series about perfectionism in our relationships with God and all that. She says that God values experience over perfection. Mm -hmm. And we need to value experience over perfection, too. Yeah. With with ourselves, with friends, with whatever it might be. And consistently ask yourself, like, what am I learning in this relationship about myself? Mm -hmm. Not even about the other person. Mm -hmm. Because you can't control the other person. You can only control how you're learning and how you're evolving. So what am I learning in this relationship? Or what am I learning in the struggle to find a relationship about myself? Yep. Yep. Yeah, totally. And I really like what you'd said earlier about how emotions play such
0: a huge part into this, right? Cause like what you were just saying, like we need to learn from these moments. Like if you're struggling to get in a relationship, try to figure out what that's telling you about yourself. Right. But I think an important clarification, which you touched on is emotions are messengers, not measurements.
1: Mm, oh my gosh.
0: Right. Like, yes. Like if you're sad that you're single, then then figure out, you know, what that's trying to tell you. And why do you feel like you need a relationship? What kind of relationship do you feel that you need? Why do you, what, what do you think is getting in your need way? What need would it fill? What, what need, need would, would a relationship it fill? Yeah. Fill? yeah. Instead, of, instead of thinking that it's measuring your worth somehow or your desirability or your lovability or whatever it is. Um, and the more that you do that, the more that you take these moments to learn about yourself rather than trying to either project these conclusions about yourself onto other people or again, attaching them as a measurement of your worth, as you do that, that's going to become way, way, way more valuable to you than, than just letting your emotions take the reins. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's so easy to do that, especially when you're a perfectionist, because like perfectionism is so closely tied to your identity and it's really hard to separate that it is so, so hard. That's that's why we started a podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and and it can be really hard to do that, but a way that you can kind of start to separate those is by focusing on what am I learning Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, measuring who you are by what's happening to you.
1: Yeah, totally. And, um, something that is hard to dating after divorce is like trusting and trusting in time and trusting myself and, Mm -hmm. and also not focusing on, The outcome of a relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. And in the dating, like before I was with Eli, like just dating people, sometimes I would be like, oh, my gosh, what is this? I would immediately jump to the end. How is this going to end? Or Mm -hmm. like even if it doesn't end, say I start dating this person, either way, it's going to like end in an event of breakup or marriage. And both of those things are terrifying. So I (laughs) would immediately go to an event, like an ending of something, you know? Yeah. And I I missed out on all of this. Like, what am I learning about myself? And that's the whole point of like our lives is everyone's just trying to be better and everyone's trying to be happy. But perfectionism doesn't love learning because that means you have to admit that you didn't know something to begin with. Yeah. And you have space to grow and you have things that you lack. Or you don't know something about yourself, and perfectionism doesn't want to admit that.
0: Yeah, or that you even that you even knew something, but maybe not as well as you should have. Quotes. I'm doing quote, should have like, or that you knew something, but not in the way that you should have or could have. And yeah, that's the whole thing, right? Perfectionism shields you against any flaw or shortcoming you have because to have to admit that you have those, is killer for perfectionism. That's literally that's its kryptonite, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah. Something I just um, thought about too in. Being present, and Anna, maybe you could speak more to this, is just like trying new things. Oh, yes. Just trying something like new. Mm -hmm. And Anna historically hates trying new things. I hate it. Because they go wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or we can be afraid they won't go well. Yeah. Or they like will go well.
0: I have this really weird thing where when I actually, when I try something new... Most of the time I'm like really good at it the first time I try it. And then after that, it is a swift tank. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just have like an extra dose of beginner's luck. I don't Mm. know. I don't know. Um, But I don't often stick with new things because of that. Um, And yeah. And recently I've just started, I think the weight of turning 26 has really been bearing down on me, Um, but I've been doing a bunch of things that I've always wanted to do, but I've never done it. And it's because in my mind I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm not that kind of person, right? I'm not the person who does stand up comedy. I'm not the person who does hip hop, which I'm taking classes for. Mm-hmm. I'm not the person who does contemporary or lyrical dance, which I'm also taking classes for. Um, mm-hmm. Like all of these things that, you know, I usually wouldn't do because to have to admit that there's even a starting point at all means that that starting point is somewhere behind being perfect at it. Mm-hmm. And that's for a perfectionist unacceptable, yeah. right? Unacceptable. So, So, yeah, that's a that's a big part improving to yourself that you can still show up for yourself even when you're uncomfortable because you're not great at something yet or because you started great at it and then you got really sucky at it Mm -hmm. like immediately.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I thought of that, too, because a lot of like the I'll be happy when mindset, event based mindset stops you from doing things that you can do right now. Yes. Like okay, maybe I'll, I'll try up when I like get in a relationship or I'll try all these things yes. when I get in a relationship or when I turn this age, I'm going to try this. It's like, just do it now. Yeah. I actually, sorry. No, no. Go so we talked about this in, I think the first episode,
0: um, where I talked about for a long time because I have student loan debt. I literally, I literally, when I, when I got student loan debt and it's not even like that much, but when I got it, I told myself, I was like, I will not get married until I have it paid off. Mm -hmm. Like, and that was my mindset for a while. And then I was like, Anna, you're being an idiot. But we all, we all think that way. Right. Like, I love how you said that where it's like, I will, yeah, like I'll start dating someone or I'll do comedy when I'm secure in this other area of my life. Mm -hmm. But like, no one is waiting to give you permission to do these things. There's no benchmark you have to reach before you do things like this. And it's really, it's really, really empowering to do something like that for yourself, especially when you do it by yourself, Mm -hmm. because you're the only one there. You know, maybe you have support from other people, but you're really the only one there who's truly showing up for it and showing up for yourself.
1: Totally. Like in, um, I just went to Hawaii last summer after I got divorced and I was just there for a couple months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had some friends there, but most of it was by myself. Mm -hmm. And I like went surfing by myself. I went ziplining alone. I went skydiving by myself. I'd always wanted to go skydiving. And I was like, I'm doing it. Like, Heck I decided yeah. three days before and I booked a time. I took a bus there by myself. I went skydiving by myself. Had a great time. So like, awesome. No, You can do things right now. And I think perfectionism gets so fixated on what whatever those goals are, whatever the event is that is tying you up. But it prevents you from living and creating connection in between those events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, it's in between the events. Like... That create this real connection because that's life. And when we like, I I was just thinking about the thought of death and for some people, the thought that you could die at any moment, like paralyzes them Mm -hmm. or it inspires them to do what they want to do. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, like which, which one that might be. Yeah. The thought that we could all just die tomorrow, Mm -hmm. like does that terrify you or does that inspire you to like call the person that you've wanted to call and, ch- and chat with? I love, that. or does that inspire you to go skydiving, to try comedy, to dye your hair, to like do, go on that trip to like do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And when we do die eventually, sorry, I don't even know why I'm talking. No, about I think death, this is great. But I think when you do die, you don't say like, I mean, but uh, other than the obituary, even that anyway, you don't focus on the event based things. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, they had this life. They made this much money. Mm-hmm. They had this house. They accomplished the Pinterest board life that everyone wants. Mm-hmm. It's no, they like, they talk about the relationships. They talk yes. about the stories. The they connections. talk about the memories. They talk about connections. Mm-hmm. And when we get so fixated on events, we miss out on so much life the actual like meaningful life. life. Yes. Because perfectionism holds up that shield, right? And it prevents you from connecting. Because it is so afraid of failure, rejection, seeming less than, embarrassment, shame, judgment, whatever it might be. But connection really needs those things to grow and to evolve. Yep. 100%. Period. Period. (laughs) (laughs) So one other thing we wanted to talk about in um, being present and creating this connection in between events is clearly defining your life goals and what you want your life to look like aside from an event so like I want to feel this way about myself like what whatever that might be I want to feel confident in myself I want to love myself I want to be able to go on a date by myself or I want to walk into a room and not think about whatever else is thinking about me but just exist Yep. Right, like whatever yep. goal that might be, think about like in one year, in two years, in a couple months, like I wanna feel this way about myself. Because then you have total control, I guess total influence over that goal because it's not tied to someone else too, like a relationship. Yeah, totally.
0: And there's a ton a ton of power in that. And another one is like I want to have a blank type of relationship with myself. So, you know, however you want to feel about yourself in general is great. But then the relationship that I have, you have with yourself is also very important. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we talk about connectionism and utilizing that in our relationships with others, but you also can use connectionism with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Perfectionism sometimes likes to put up a shield between us and ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you can focus on connecting with yourself and utilizing connectionism with yourself, that's going to make way more progress for you than trying to influence external factors. Right. Cause that's, that's your circle of influences is, is with yourself.
1: Right. And so then when, when we go back to maybe those event based goals, like um, I'll be happy when someone else loves me back. Instead, it might be when someone loves me back, I will know myself well enough and I'll love myself enough that I can bring my full self to the table. Yes. It's not, I'm going to be happy when that happens. It's, when that happens, I I can do this and I know I can bring this to the table because I have this connection with myself. Yes. And it, when it's like, I'll be happy when we have kids or something, instead of it's like when that it's, I am learning so much about myself and how to be a good mother. So when this does happen, if it does happen, I can be this type of mom. Yeah. Or I can be like this type of person, or I'm like developing myself Marriage, like because I'm learning about communication, I'm learning about my weaknesses, I'm learning mm-hmm. about whatever. So, if and when this does happen, I can be a partner that is what's the word? I, it can be a healthy relationship, it can yep. be the thing that I want because I have a good connection with myself and I know myself. Yep, 100%. So, let go of, of that event and instead focus on learning to prep for these things. It's all about learning, it's all about evolving, and perfectionism kind of likes to forget the evolution phase and just the product yes that's yeah. what it's
0: and like. the evolution phase is so important that's where you learn right that's where you get all the stuff that we've been talking about mm-hmm. so
1: love it okay Anna sing it away takeaways <laughs> just so good thank you, thank you,
0: you <laughs> okay takeaway number one true happiness is not event-based
1: mm-hmm. number two Comparison is perfectionism trying to tell you where you are falling short.
0: Love that one. Mm -hmm. And number three, focus on what you are learning about yourself in your
1: relationships. Yes, I am. Thank you so much for joining.
0: That's today's episode. Follow us
1: on socials.
0: Leave a review and some star ratings. We'll really do a giveaway at some point. Yeah, we really are going to. We just got to get our shits together. Actually, Alicia needs to get back from Hawaii and I need to get back from Virginia and then we will do a giveaway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sounds good so until then be kind be a connectionist we love you all love you love ya. my name's anna my name's alicia and this is popping perfectionism, popping perfectionism.